0: listening to the Becoming More Me podcast with me, Teresa Lear Levine. You're already enough, but if you're anything like me, you thrive when you're stretching and developing yourself, creating more of the person you feel called to be. This podcast is here to inspire and support you. Let's release the negative, reinforce the positive, and elevate our vibe together as we tap into our limitless potential to transform and grow.
1: Welcome, Teresa, to the Creating Inner Harmony program series. It is just wonderful to have you. Teresa, I know you have a tremendously successful track record in a variety of successful businesses, including professional coaching. You're a master emotional freedom techniques uh, practitioner. You use EFT along with methods or other methods to help your clients succeed and I'm really looking forward to learning about how I can, we can discover our innerpreneur, especially if you are now a mompreneur or you would love to be a mompreneur, but you're not really sure how to begin or where to begin or how to move to the next level. And how we can identify and release disempowering emotions and beliefs that are holding us back. And I know you have a great resource you'll be sharing with us, uh, telling us about that in a little bit. But before we dive into that discussion, I'd like to begin by sharing a partial uh, excerpt uh, from one of your resource pages. And that reads, quote, I discovered how I could literally reverse myself sabotaging ways with methods that actually remove my blockages and delivered me to that elusive promised land where inner peace, calm, and clarity have been hiding from me for so long. And that's when things started to really get awesome. And we'll close the quote there. Teresa, can you share how this came to pass and how that discovery made such a huge difference in your personal and your professional life?
0: Oh, it would be a joy to do so, actually, because that really takes me back to hear that and to think of how things used to be. So first of all, thank you, Steve, for having me today. I really appreciate the opportunity to share a little bit of what I do and have this conversation. So when I go back to how i used to process things and feel prior to adding eft into the mix of the way that i coped everything was so frantic and chaotic and i can i can almost feel what the sensation in my body used to feel like on a daily basis and at the time that i came about eft i had you know four kids one was just a baby and i have four boys and I was trying to run a network marketing business and also bring my own business to fruition in coaching other people. And it just felt like too much. It always felt like there was too many things going on and that there wasn't the space held for me to grow and transform in the way that I really wanted to. So oftentimes that feeling in my body was just like I was suffocating or just really restricted. And as I was able to get deeper into things with tapping, it really was, it was like this calm came over me. I often say when I'm in session with people that it's almost like being in the nosebleed seats. If you're in like an arena at a game or at a concert and when you're way up high, you can just see everything so clearly and take it all in and you have perspective and you have clarity. Whereas if you're on the floor, sure, you might be able to see things a little bit better and really feel like you're in the action, but it's also, it's a it's a little bit more stressful. You don't know if people are going to be bumping into you or whatever if you're, you know, on the floor at a concert or something. But when you're up high, you can just really you can take it all in, and that is what it felt like. EFT did for me. It just elevated me up so that I could actually get clear on the whole picture of what was going on in my life and make breakthroughs like I had never made before.
1: Very, very powerful information and and experience. Uh, When you work with clients, and I want to get back to specifically how you're using emotional freedom techniques yourself even today and with clients, but before we get there, when you work with clients, how do you begin your consulting partnership with them? What does a coaching session with you look like, sound like, feel like?
0: Sure. And I think that's so important to understand because everyone's coaching style is different. And one of the things that prevented me from hiring a coach and from receiving coaching for so long was feeling like I was going to be throwing away my time or, or even my money, spending session after session having somebody get to know me only to find out that they couldn't address things the way that I felt I needed them addressed. So I begin every um, relationship with a new client, with a call, kind of like we are here on Zoom today recording this podcast. I hop on so that we can be face-to-face if we can't be together in person, as we're almost able to do right now um, in these times. And we talk about what's going on in their life. So I generally am working mostly with women who are working mostly from home with families and kids. So I know their time is of the essence. And I want to make sure I'm addressing exactly what they feel like the issues are, even if through the addressing of that, we go off on you know different routes and places where they never thought we'd be going in order to heal or fix or transcend those things. So it's always with a conversation because not everybody is a perfect fit for this kind of coaching or this kind of help. And when my clients get into session with me after we've had that initial conversation, it's the beginning of either, um, typically it's a long-term, like a six-month type of time that we're going to be spending together working through things because there's so many layers and things to work through. And some people are having more problems on the family side of things, feeling like they can balance caring for kids and maintaining their marriage and taking care of their house and all of those things. And other people feel like they're having more trouble with building their business or breaking through money blocks or income goals or things. So it's really a matter of understanding exactly what the obstacles are and then helping them to integrate these coping mechanisms to achieve the desired outcome that's going to create happiness and success for them. Because those are really just buzzwords. They, they don't mean anything until they're put into the context of what they mean to that client.
1: How about... Uh sharing a little bit, if you would, how you're using emotional freedom techniques as part of your coaching strategy with the client. Does it depend on the client? Does it depend on circumstances? How are you incorporating EFT and and what are the results that you're getting doing that?
0: Sure. So my first program that I ever developed was because It was called Becoming More Me with EFT. And it was essentially a, and it still is, a program where people could learn all the ins and outs. I basically condensed down my master level training into two and a half hours worth of programming where people could learn the most important thing so that they could do it on their own. Because at the end of everything, the most important thing to me is that I'm empowering people to take their Mental health, their healing, their ability to feel good into their own hands and be able to do it themselves. So I, I don't um, certify people in EFT or anything like that, but I do help impart the right tools so that they can do it. So, um, I I teach them a bit about it, and then when we are in session together, if we're doing private coaching, then we're going to start with whatever thing is most top of mind for them, most bothersome or distressing, and kind of go from there. But I do have specific protocol and and breakthroughs that we're looking to make to get them from one place to another, depending on what it is that they came to me specifically to achieve. And I think that's important. I also, you know, try to leave no stone unturned. It's very important to me that people I'm working with are willing to dig deep and allow, you know, the, the flow of the therapy to go where it needs to go in order to get that desired outcome because a lot of times the thing that we think is the problem isn't really the problem. And a lot of times when I'm working with women, the issues are things like imposter syndrome um, around their business or a fear of success even. And that's one that most people don't even recognize because they think it would just be so outrageous to be afraid of succeeding, but we are. And getting to the roots of that and the, the worthiness issues and all of the things that underlie that, is um, usually a place where the journey goes, at least for part of it.
1: It's it's interesting. Fear of success is far more common than we might uh, expect. I can recall working with a client many moons ago. She, um, she was blocked and used EFT to tap through her blocks. What came out for her, and she wasn't even consciously aware of it, was a fear of overshadowing her husband. Mm. So I think your work is vital in helping people uncover, helping mompreneurs uncover, excuse me, what is buried, and they may not even know what's holding them back. But the process you're using is an excellent one to help unpack those challenges, those blockages that may not even be consciously known to the client. That's a very, very important, a very valuable application of emotional freedom techniques and um, other methods I'm sure you're using. From your client list, can you share one or two stories of clients who you've worked with, how their transformation occurred, and then Where are they today? How did they succeed?
0: Sure, absolutely. And I I mean, to, to preface this, I'll say that I work with women who have already built multimillion dollar businesses and are running them while supporting their family. And I also work with women who are just really planting the seeds and gaining the confidence to begin an entirely new business. But why that is relevant is that. We have these challenges, these mental blocks, these obstacles that come up at the beginning, the middle, and the end of pretty much anything that we ever work towards in our lives. And it doesn't matter whether we've already experienced success or we're just starting out because that's a cycle that keeps coming. And that's why I think coaching long-term is a very important thing to receive and be willing to receive when you're a female entrepreneur. So um, let's see. If I was talking about some of my favorite client stories, I'm trying to think. Um, so I worked with, okay, this one married mom that I worked with had two middle schoolers and she was running two multiple six figure businesses. And she had been through a lot of trauma with her husband's health. And she was also one of her businesses. She had a large team of people that she was, um, doing coaching with. And in another one, she was actually an executive coach doing more private coaching. And she said that as an executive coach, she could be really hard on herself when she struggled the way that her clients did, essentially not being willing to give herself the same compassion that she would readily offer up to other people. And she felt a lot like she was an imposter and that she hadn't earned the right to help others. And she also felt like she shouldn't get into these feelings of being stuck because she knew what she needed to do to get unstuck. So why was she always getting stuck? And she also knew that all the thoughts that she had going through her head about this were junk, but they kept holding her back. She couldn't get out of those those thought loops. And she said that working with me through those challenging times and things gave her um, a grace and a space that was held for her. She was able to organize her thoughts and her time and her space. Because I work with people on business strategy as much as I do with the mental stuff, and she said it would just blow her mind every day. The the new breakthroughs and discoveries that were were coming up and out for her, and things that she would remember that she didn't even know were like still in her memory bank that were were coming out and offering her new insights. She was able to lean into her intuition more, and Um, she just kind of felt like so much was changing by not even really doing that much differently because she had done a lot of talk therapy and things, but it wasn't until we incorporated the actual tapping and visualization and reframing and things like that into the things that maybe she had already talked about several times to other people that she really started to feel that shift. So during and after the time that she worked with me, her income skyrocketed and her relationship with her husband got a lot stronger. And she ended up feeling like a much better support system and a mom to her family because she'd gone from being really fatigued. She was very, very drained when we started working together. Her energy was always low and she was really tired. And she had that that calm and that inner energy much more amped up through the work that we had done and the blockages that she had removed. So, she wasn't feeling run down all the time. And she said to her, that was just priceless because that was the one thing, especially her energy that she was really having trouble with. And all the other stuff was obviously icing on the cake. And then, um, another one that, um, another woman that I worked with for about six months and I still continue to work with, she said that she had always resisted coaching because she felt misunderstood. Like me, she had ADHD and she felt like she was going to have it was going to take her too much time, or she wasn't going to be able to organize her thoughts well enough to be understood by a counselor or a therapist, and she didn't feel like she'd be able to find a good fit. So at first, she had just wanted to learn EFT because she figured if I can learn to myself, I can do it myself. I'll just be my own therapist and I'll I'll figure it out. But as we did private sessions on top of me teaching her the basics of EFT. She was able to improve her focus around the ADHD, and gain clarity and create better business systems, and really pull her her family together tighter. And she also said that she was able to just simply enjoy her life more every day because she was normally so worried and stressed and serious and busy. And she was able to bring more of that childlike joy into her life, more flow into her business, and she just felt like she was understood in the space that we had within our sessions and the outcomes that she would take away from them. So, and that's just another example of somebody that was willing to let me, you know, go into all those dark corners and figure out what was there alongside her and bring it up and out and make it so that even though she might not have realized those things were issues before we were able to take care of them. And she, she's, doing amazing in her business right now.
1: We are going through a very challenging time right now economically for one primary reason. And we may this may continue even with the source of the present circumstances when we put that in the rear view mirror. Are you seeing a change in people's moms, or potential mompreneur uh, attitudes, where they may now be able to go back to the nine-to-five, but they're saying to themselves, "I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be available for my my children, my family. I'm going to make a decision to." go out on my own to pursue a dream or something that's been calling to them for perhaps years? Are you seeing those kinds of clients knock on your door, asking for help? Is that something that you think we'll see more of?
0: I am. I think a lot of revelations are being had by people during this time because we've gotten to get little glimpses into what life might be like if we were home more or if we weren't so busy or if, you know, this puzzle piece shifted this way and this one shifted that way and all of a sudden life is different. And I think that more people do want to work from home or have flexibility to their schedule. And I I definitely talk with a lot of women who want to create something that feels like it's their own, that feels like it's a calling, that is heart-centered, soul-filling work that they're really proud to deliver and do. And that's, I mean that's why I do what I do. <laughs> it's, so I understand that wholeheartedly and I know how fulfilling that can be. And I don't know if it's necessarily related to the big P that's going on right now in the world or if it's um, if it's just another shift that's happening. But I mean, the the industry, as far as people that are able to make amazing incomes from the comfort of their own home, it's it's a huge opportunity. And I think more people are seeing that, but in discovering that there's also, I always say, you know, when you work for yourself or, uh, if you're in network marketing or any of these, we're like, it just, it pits you right up against all of the, the struggles. They come right to the surface. Like when you work for somebody else and you have a career, there certainly are struggles and obstacles, but there's a certain safety of it not being your business or, um, you know, if, if you mess up, it's not like your whole livelihood is going to go down the drain or anything. Um, so when you have your own business, then gosh, that imposter syndrome comes up really quickly. And that fear of success and the self-sabotage and all of these different ceilings that we've put on our ability to create income and everything else. You know, we might say that that we want to make a certain amount of money. But then when we look at that number on paper, all of a sudden we're telling ourselves stories about how it's impossible and everything, even if it's just in our heads. And it, it does require, if you're going to create a business on your own, you're going to need a tribe of people to support you and to help you get through those obstacles that continually come up when you're, when you're doing your own thing. But they're worth the work.
1: Speaking of tribes, resources, us being supported, you have a wonderful resource that you're going to make available to those who are joining us for this uh, video and or who are listening to the podcast version of our conversation. Can you share a little bit about that resource and how can people Uh, get a copy or get that information for themselves.
0: Absolutely. So since we are talking about mompreneurs today and what it takes to be successful with that, the resource that I have to share is an ebook that is called Unblock Your Energy to Unlock Success as a Mompreneur. And in that I actually take you through several different audio lessons where you're going to learn different things about yourself and be able to really pinpoint where you may be held back or challenged right now so that you can begin doing that work to unblock yourself. And there's There's workbooks and things in there as well. And also the opportunity, if you feel called to, to book a free breakthrough session with me as well, where I will help you to go over everything that you discover as you work through that ebook. And you can get that by going to www.becomingmoremefreegift.com. And that will be there for you.
1: Great. Becomingmoreme.com.
0: Freegift.com. Free Becomingmoremefreegift.com.
1: Free Correct. Teresa, just marvelous information. If someone would like to contact you to learn more about uh, your coaching, your resources, uh, just to talk to see if uh, it, there's a good match for them to uh, benefit from your work? How can they do that? What's the best way for them to be in touch with you?
0: Well, I would definitely suggest grabbing the ebook at the website we just mentioned. And if they wanted to send me an email or connect with me on social media, my social media, you can just look up Teresa Lear Levine or they could send me an email at Teresa at TeresaLearLevine.com and I would be delighted to hear from them.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Our Are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share as we begin to close out? Uh, Anything we haven't touched on that you would like uh, viewers and listeners to take away uh, from our our time together?
0: Mostly just that it is entirely possible to bring the feelings that you want to have in your life into reality if you're not currently feeling them that we all have struggles and that there's always a new way to get a different perspective that may help bring you through it better, faster, differently than you've ever experienced before. And if you haven't tried emotional freedom technique, you got to give it a go. And not just with a tapping script or something that's general but in a deep way with a coach that resonates with you that can really take you through it and get you some personal wins. Because one thing that I have found about EFT is that once you experience a win with it, it's pretty addictive. And I think sometimes the best things to experience wins with are physical things. Like if you're having a headache or your back hurts, or there's something that you can just really get to experience your power. That's some of the really fun stuff to start with. And then you'll really be able to build up your confidence to try deeper things where the results might not be quite as tangible or visible right away, but they're definitely happening.
1: Definitely happening is exactly right. Uh, For those watching us on YouTube or listening to the audio podcast of our conversation, I do encourage you to. Take advantage of the wonderful gift, the resource that uh, Teresa is offering. Teresa, can you give us that website uh, link one more time?
0: Absolutely. It's www.becomingmoremefreegift.com.
1: Teresa, thank you for sharing all of the great information, actionable uh, insights, great information. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. And uh, for those watching, listening, a heartfelt thank you. And um, all the information, how to contact Teresa and all the relevant information will be in the uh, section below the YouTube video or in the show notes, if you're listening to this uh, through the podcast version of our conversation. Many thanks To you, Teresa, again, and may you and your loved ones, Teresa, as well as those listening to us, may you and your loved ones enjoy blessings in abundance. Namaste.
0: Same to you, Steve. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend or post on social media and tag me so I can personally connect and thank you. Until next time, keep taking bold and brave action steps towards becoming more of who you want to be in this world. You are capable, you are worthy, and you are enough. Keep shining your light.